Welcome back to Unstable and Unbridled. This is Rachel. And this is Liz. And we're here with an update episode. Um, We released two episodes in short order right away. And because we had guests on, we didn't do our normal updates. So now we have a full episode dedicated to just updates. Yes. (laughs) And we're going to also release this pod right away as soon as we're done so that our updates are current. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and we're not going to wait forever to upload this. Yeah. So it is today recording June 16th and it's my anniversary. Oh, congrats. Happy anniversary. Thank you. And it's Chewie's birthday. Oh, it's a big day. I know. Four days of wedded bliss. Wow. I mean, four years. <laughs> four <laughs> days. Oh, man. It's a record. Yeah. <laughs> if you can believe it, we've made four days. <laughs> we celebrate each day as an anniversary. <laughs> well, since we've been back from Florida now, six weeks almost, mm-hmm. and we did Otter Creek in May, and we had a pretty big group that went to that the weather in May was weather. Yeah. <laughs> Little shifty. It was weather. But we made it through, and now it's going to be 100. Yeah. So that's also weather. Yep. Let's see. I had Franklin in the training. Billy did his first show back, and he did the PT. And then Armani also was in the PT. And they were all very good boys, and... Nothing exciting happened. I don't even think I really have anything to report on them other than they're just perfect and I love them all. <laughs> and it, doing a one and a two? <laughs> yes, that's, that was the exciting moment of the weekend. There was a seven stride to a two stride and we did it in a six to a one. Not my finest moment. <laughs> it's all right. You were clear though for that bit. So Yeah, left all the jumps up. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I had Beretta in the novice and yeah. we finished just outside of the ribbons, but I was super happy with her where we've spent a lot of time working on her flat work and sort of at that time she was finally getting nice and relaxed, but she just was a little bit low in the pole, but it's such a hard balance because when they're finally relaxing, you don't want to be nitpicking at their head if they're, you know. And yanking them up. So (laughs) as she's getting stronger, though, she is getting higher in the pole, which is good. So I think that'll be reflected in her scores later this year. But she was super. She's a little cross-country machine. She doesn't look at anything. Yeah, she loves cross-country. And she's so cute. So cute. When she's standing up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She did fall over in the cross ties the other day. (laughs) It was very humid and the floors were slippery and she just slipped. And then she laid there. (laughs) Yeah. Liz pulled up to the barn and it was me and multiple ladies. standing around her. And I was like, She's laying flat out on her side. (laughs) This horse is dying. Yeah. Nope. She just laid there, thought about what was happening and then got up. Yep. And was fine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see who else did we have go from the barn. We had Emily. She was in the prelim and she won in a really competitive division of one. <laughs> she looked <laughs> great doing it. Yes, she did. She did. She did great. She had a good weekend. Uh, great runs. And let's see. Janie was in the PT. And she actually retired on cross country. She's been struggling a little bit with. Sciatica. Sciatica, yeah, some (laughs) leg pain. And about halfway around, she kind of decided 
because it was hurting a lot, she retired on course. She was having a great roundup until then. So she is working on getting that resolved and will be back out. I think it could help us our next show. And that's mm-hmm. at the beginning of August. Uh, we had Maddie was in the training and she finished second. Yeah, her best dressage test ever, she thought. It was, Especially at the yeah. level. And, it yeah. was very good. And she, she rode in the jumping saddle, which was like a huge conversation because we kind of, over the year, had said like over the last year, every time she rode in the jump saddle, like he's just looser and much more relaxed. And so we just decided, you know what, just go into the dressage ring with your jump tack on. Yeah. And he was great. Let's see. Then we had April and Simon in the novice, and they were champions. Yeah. Heartily. Yes. They had a great weekend and just took the division by storm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. A very good outing all in all. We actually were pretty lucky with the weather. It was a little cool, like in the 50s, but it was dry other than the first day when it hailed. Yeah. (laughs) And... Uh, for Otter Creek Spring, honestly, that's fine. We will take it. Right. It was it was nice. Yeah. We had a competitor's party, and the weather was nice for that. And it was good to catch up with everyone after the winter and see everyone. and Flaunt your tan. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was really fun. And then you guys were off to Red Pines in June. Yeah, so then we did the Red Pines at Alpine, and we had another fun group that went there. I took, who did I ride? Billy and Franklin. Billy did the meter 05, and Franklin did the meters, and he did two rounds. Franklin was clear in all of his classes, which was really cool, so he was jumping the meters, and Billy and I were working on our rideability and putting the correct strides in each line. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I put eight in the seven, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> I think I did a different. <laughs> so I jumped Billy and he did the six and that didn't work. So then I jumped Armani and I was overcorrected and I yeah. did the eight. And then on Franklin, he did the seven and it was the best. So, <laughs> But let's see. Stella came to that. She rode Ollie in the .9 and the meter class, or .95. I can't remember what it was. Um, Jillian and Olympus, this was her first jumping show ever, and she did the .85s and .9s, actually, I think. Hmm. She was going to do the .75s, but they were doing that division in the indoor, so she actually would have been doing that after the .85. So we just said, whatever, do the .85s. And then I think she hung out and signed up for the next class because it was so good. And then April came over, and she did the meters on Simon, and I think she won her classes there and was the, like, division champion. We're learning about how these jumper things work. (laughs) Still confused about it a bit. Let's see. Janie did the meter 05s and had two great rounds. Maddie did the meters and the meter 05s and also was fast. I'm pretty sure she won one of her classes. Then Lauren came over with Jazz and she did the point nines and the meters and had great rounds on him. I don't think she'd been out since this winter with him. And I think that was everyone who came over there. It was a lot of fun. We missed you. I know. But you're coming to the next one. Yeah. The scariest one in all the land. Yeah. The scariest jumps. At what? Golden Gate. Because yep. they have the Rubik's Cube. Yep. 
And then, let's see, the next weekend we went, I took Rose to Alpine. It was her first show back since her injury. And we showed in third level test three, and she got a 68%. And she won her class. She was really good. She was a little fresh and excited to be in the show ring. She kicked out in my extended canner. (laughs) (laughs) I liked your judge's comment that was like, the changes are there, just not where you want them. (laughs) Yeah, not not when you want them. (laughs) Not when you ask for them. (laughs) Isn't that always the way, though? (laughs) Yeah, but I think, you know, she's coming along, and I'm really excited for her. We'll go back to Alpine and get our next score and hopefully qualify for regionals and go from there. And was her injury... It was two winters ago now, right? Same yeah, time so as Magic? Yeah, so it was like a year and a half. Okay. At least. That's what I thought. That she's been off, so yeah. She's back, baby. She's back, and hopefully she stays back. That's that's our hope. And you had an exciting trip to Africa. I Tell did. us all about it. So I went to Kenya with my mom and my sister, and... It all came about because my grandma passed away last fall, and she was an avid traveler. And when she passed away, there was going to be a small amount of inheritance money. And so my mom said, would you rather have cash, or do you want to go on a trip with me? And her dream has always been to go on a riding safari in Africa. So we decided without much thought that we would rather go on a trip. And so we booked this safari kind of on a whim um, a little bit. And... It was so much fun. We went, we were at two different conservancy lodges. One of them was called Barana and one was called Sosian. And they were in the state or the county, I think they call it, of like Kipia in Kenya. And so much fun. We spent every day, basically, we would wake up around dawn, have our coffee delivered to our room, and then we would go either on a few hours of riding and try to catch some animals out on horseback, or we would go in the Jeep. And I'm actually really glad. Initially, we were looking at doing a full riding safari where you're riding all day, every day. And my sister is no longer actively riding, so that was not her preference. (laughs) I'm really glad, actually, that we did it the way we did because you were able to get a lot closer to the animals in the Jeeps. Well, now she's what, moving there? Yeah, and now she's (laughs) moving there, supposedly. So Uh, It was so much fun. We saw all of the big animals. We saw the big five. Um, all the cats and got chased by a rhino in the Jeep and got chased down a mountain by an elephant on horseback, which was very exciting. I think in all of the riding I've done in my life and all of the horses I've sat on, never before have I just grabbed mane and closed my eyes and held on. Um, Dear life, literally. Yeah, literally. (laughs) And was thinking to myself, if this horse falls, I'm going to die. But fortunately, they did not fall. I was so impressed. All of the horses that we rode were ex-polo ponies. And so most of them were thoroughbreds. And these little horses were so sure-footed. We were climbing some really rocky terrain, standing on boulders, running down mountains. And these horses were so sure-footed and so brave. So unlike our horses in every way. (laughs) And then the last day we got to have a race, which was super fun. I don't think I've ever, I haven't raced since I was probably a kid, 14. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that was really fun. But yeah, overall, just a great experience. I loved both of the places that we stayed and could not recommend them highly enough. The food was fabulous. The wine was fabulous. The riding (laughs) was fabulous. So, so did you like see other people or not really? Not really. I mean, there was some people that stayed at the lodge with us, but 
So at the first one at Barana, it was us only for the first couple of days. And then there were a couple of other guests that would come through, but it was fairly private. And then at the second lodge, Socian, it was a little bit more of a community feel. So we would see the same people that were there with us and we would take our meals with them. There was the option to dine privately if you wanted to, but it was actually a lot of fun to get to know different people and some visitors from the UK, some who were Kenyan. There are these two twins from the UK who visited Socian for two weeks and then ended up staying for two months and then Whoa. came back again to work. Mer style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they were super fun. They were like 19 or 20 years old. So they were kind of wild and fun. If you weren't on the lodge though, or on the property, you really wouldn't see people. Occasionally you would see a person on a motorbike like from a tribe but that was about it huh so yeah it was very private and we had our guides every day that were you know specifically for us and got to know them well and overall just such a fun experience it was truly the trip of a lifetime and I can't thank my mom enough for suggesting it and my grandma would have been proud of how we spent her money <laughs> so. that is exciting I think that's how you said you could either pick to have the money or pick to do the trip. And I mean, you can't beat an experience. No, I agree. And you know, when you die, you can't take money with you. Right. I will remember this trip, hopefully for into death. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully until my death. (laughs) But yeah, super fun. So that was what I was doing for the first week and a half of June while you guys were running off to horse shows. But I'm glad to be back. I missed my horses and my dog and my husband and my Liz. And Yeah, we needed you back. <laughs> don't move to Africa. <laughs> I, I don't think I could move to Africa, unfortunately. They don't, nobody there knew what a PA was. So they're, I mean, it's an untapped market. Maybe it should be there, actually. But yeah. You're going to open a clinic or how would that even work? I don't know. I I mean, I don't think it would be too hard to open a clinic, but I was just talking to Emily, one of our lesson students that comes sometimes, and she is a doctor and she did a six month tropical medicine like internship in Tanzania. And she said it was so difficult because they would A, not have any imaging or labs to determine what was actually going on. And then B, she said you would want to order X, Y, or Z antibiotic and they couldn't order it because it either they couldn't get it there or it would be too expensive. God, that's wild. Yeah. And so she was like, there were a lot of things that we needed to treat, but we just couldn't because either we didn't know what the problem was exactly or we didn't have the resources to treat it. So that would be a really difficult change, I think, coming from a very resource-rich country like the United States. Right. Even though our medical care system sucks. <laughs> yeah, even though it's still not available. Yeah. <laughs> or it's a bazillion dollars. Yeah, it's a bazillion Your dollars. Your insurance doesn't but, pay for anything. Right. We'll just make you go into debt instead of telling you you can't have it. So yeah. I'm not sure which is worse, really, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... We'll see. But, I mean, I have my Botox clinic starting yeah. up in Florida pretty <laughs> soon here, so... <laughs> Gotta get on that. Yeah. Um, and then we did something really fun yesterday. Yeah, we I sat on Kirby for the first time. Yeah, yeah. He was a perfect little gentleman. Yeah, so Rachel brought him over to lunge him. He'd been over here once. one one other yeah. time. Yep, just to do groundwork and go around. And 
So she lunged him a little and did some groundwork with him. And then just we had her through right up there. Yeah. And he was perfect, especially considering, I mean, the day before yesterday, it was literally 100 degrees. Yesterday, it was about 70 and kind of stormy. Like, like shifty weather, yeah. too. So it yeah. was a little... So I was thinking to myself, I don't know if today is the day to do it. Yeah. But then I also thought, you Whatever. know what? There's going to be an excuse every single day. I'm Liz is here and ready to hold my hand. I'm ready to do it. Let's just do Ready it. to hold the kite. <laughs> he was great. And he wasn't even a kite. Yeah, he was perfect. So I'm excited about that. I can't wait to start riding him a little more regularly, but... It's always scary when you first get on just because who knows what they're going to do. But he seems like a solid citizen. He does. And he's so handsome. Yeah. He's so, so giant. So you have to post pictures of him and you have to post pictures of Africa on on our podcast pages. I will. Let's see. So then what do we have coming up? This weekend I have Brian Hafner coming for a dressage clinic. So we're very excited to ride with him. Um, I think we have... Seven or eight rides each day, and hopefully he'll be coming back more. I've I've had a lot of people interested in riding with him, and his clinic filled up fast because we had limited spots because it was a little last minute. He comes up here to go to some other barns, and uh, you know I had said, let me know when you're coming back, and he did, and so we filled spots, and I'm excited to get some lessons in. Let's see. We spent all weekend getting the cross-country mowed and open. The farmers were over here hanging it and putting the round bales up. So those the field is open. We do allow schooling. You just have to reach out to me, you know, shoot me a message that you want to come over. Let me know approximately when. We had some people haul over yesterday. They came to use the course, and I hope we get more people coming in. We have a lot of great jumps. We've been staining them, painting them, putting brush up, mowing. We're going to be moving them regularly, setting up different lines. Yeah, Um, it looks amazing. If you haven't been here in a while, you got to come. You got to come check it out because there's lots of new stuff and... We're hoping to get some drone footage, actually. We tried the other day, but it was too windy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the poor drone plummeted to the earth like nothing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, we couldn't get it up. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> so we'll get some footage and post some pics so everyone can see what we're doing. We have John coming at the end of July. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Best friend of the pod. John Holling, <laughs> the one and only. So that'll be fun. I actually have some people coming from Wisconsin for that clinic, and that seems to be filling up fast. So if you're interested, make sure you get your entry in. I posted the entry link on Facebook. And if you can't find it, again, just shoot me a message and I'll send it to you. Let's see what else. We got new jumps for our show jump arena. I got a yeah. whole course of Jump for Joy jumps that came from the Hengel family since they're no longer jumping anymore. And they kept them in storage, so they're in great condition. So you'll have to come check those out. Lots of fun fillers. Fun fillers that they're very Horses spooky. are all scared of, <laughs> yeah. except for Bretta. She's the bravest. Yeah, Bill is very scared. <laughs> yeah. of him, though. poor Bill, he really but does Bill his best. Is scared, <laughs> aren't we all? Yes. And then, so we're hoping to do a schooling show. I'm still working on some dates, but I think you know we will do more of like a show jumping across country. So like we'd set up a show jump course, and you can come and do rounds at certain heights, kind of like we've done in the past. And then we'd also have 
different levels for cross country and that you can just go out there and practice running a course or like if you have an issue, you know, you can work on it. We can school through it. Um, so we're working on dates for that. And if anyone is listening and has suggestions on that, please, all thoughts are welcomed <laughs> and ideas for what you guys want to see in the area and what will help you. And we're hoping to make this place, you know, somewhere that people go, oh, yeah, we go over to Copeland to do our cross country or to practice this or we go to the schooling shows. So let us know what you need. And watch to destination. Yeah. <laughs> what else? I think that's basically it. Catalpa is our next event. Yeah, Catalpa Honor. When is August. that? End of July, August. August. First weekend in August is Catalp. Let's see. I started playing volleyball. That's fun. Are you still with the Flying Squirrels? Is we that are your team still name? the Flying Squirrels. Excellent. <laughs> we let's see. We've won five out of our six games played so far, wow. which is a big deal. That is a big deal. Um, talented. What else have you been doing for fun other than going to Africa? Nothing. <laughs> I my fun has been since I've gotten back, just kind of coming out to the barn and riding. And I don't really have a whole lot planned for this month, which is okay. Yeah, I'm recovering still. But we forgot about the young event horse stuff. Oh yeah, duh. Durr. So July 9th at Woodlock Stable over on the east side of the Twin Cities, they are hosting the Area 4's first young event horse qualifier. Future event horse future also. Event horse. We're so, taking our crew. Yeah, we got a whole slew. So we've got Kirby is going to do the three-year-olds, which is all in hand. And Carly is going to bring Kuna for the three-year-olds, my homebred, Kuna Matata. <laughs> and then are you bringing Forrest in the yearling? Forrest is going to come for the yearling division and Rachel's going to ride Franklin in the five-year-old yeah, class. Which we're not exactly sure how big that is. <laughs> yeah. We're hoping novice. <laughs> novice training, I think yeah. is what it is. If um, not, then... We need to do a little studying on how this all works. <laughs> yeah, I was watching some YouTube videos and it, it looks like there's a triangle that you have to kind of present your horse around. That's like going to the breed inspections, mm-hmm. I think. So you do your triangle, like I think you walk it. And then then you you have to position them a certain way for the judge to look at them. Yeah, I was reading that article. It's like you want their legs apart that are closest to the judge. And then when the judge walks around, you, like, reposition them. I got some work to do with Forrest. I mean, same. (laughs) I have to try trotting Kirby in hand to make sure he doesn't, like, go crazy. Yeah. I was watching. I texted Liz. I was watching some videos of people at the Young Horse things um, on YouTube and... Some of these horses were so fancy, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's not even worth going to this if this is what I'm going to be competing with. Not that Kirby isn't fancy, but these ones are so fancy. But then they would, like, kick their owners, so. Whoops. <laughs> I, I thought to myself, maybe you win some, you lose some, I Yeah, guess. that's true. Yeah. Fancy is as fancy does. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that'll be fun and exciting. I don't know what that will lead to necessarily. I'm not sure I would pursue doing championships or anything like that, but I want to support them for trying something new. And I think think it'll it'll be a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a good, especially for the really babies. It'll be a good time to get off the property in a low pressure situation. And, and it'll be fun to see what the judges have to say. Yeah. If they we love being judged, they say good (laughs) things, then I'll believe them. If they say bad things, then I'll, pretend that they don't know what they're talking about yeah (laughs) clearly you know nothing yeah so that should be fun yeah 
So I think that's it. That kind of wraps up our update. And I think we will move on to our saddle sores. Yeah. It's a My saddle sore is dusty arenas. Oh, the worst. With the indoor, we got, because we don't have water down here, like right, I think it was early winter that yeah. it was like good. Probably. And then it was literally the next day, it was like a cloud. Like yeah. you couldn't see across it. Like, I don't know how it happened so quick. So then I had ordered mag flakes and we had put them down, but I found out we didn't really like apply them correctly. You're supposed to let them sit on the surface for 24 hours or as close to that as you can. So once we applied them correctly, you let them sit for a day and then you drag the arena and like work it in. And it's been perfect ever since then. Yes, that's true. It's pretty amazing. I wish we could do that in the outdoors. I know. I agree. So we did put a water line into the outdoors, but the pressure is not great because it's like (laughs) traveling such a far distance. So... To put the sprinkler up, we have to move it like 50 times. So by the time you get one end of the arena done or you move the sprinkler everywhere it needs to go, the first part's already dry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not ideal, but I'm confident you'll figure it out. We're we're working on it. So And it's even if it remains the way it is right now, it's still better than nothing. It's better than waiting for rain or having to drag a hose by hand out to water every time. Right, which I mean that is kind of what we're doing. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but just not across the driveway. Right. Right. <laughs> just from where we put the spigot in. <laughs> yeah. Well, the spigot's closer, so. Yeah. Better than nothing. Still a lot of length of hose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. That's tough because. It's having hose in different area codes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We crack ourselves yeah. up. <laughs> so funny. My saddle sore is ums and likes, which. Oh. Um, um, (laughs) we have, I would say we both, we both edit the podcast a fairly equal amount. I notice a lot of, it's incredible. You don't really notice it as you're talking when you just talk normally, but as soon as you listen to a recording, you like totally notice you like, like, it's like so crazy. How many likes like as if, and usually like is coupled with another word, which makes it even more difficult to cut out. It's not just out in the middle of nowhere. Like an um typically is. Yeah. Um's easy to edit because there's like a pause. Yeah. Like, like rolls into (laughs) like, like (laughs) exactly. So shoot, I'm just going to stop. Yeah. It's that's probably my saddle source. Well, and I feel like, (laughs) once you like oh my gosh (laughs) once you say it and say that you are not going to say it you can't not say it right clearly (laughs) then it just gets stuck in your head and it's impossible to move on unless you change your entire structure of speech which is not easy I have to talk very slow. (laughs) I must enunciate clearly (laughs) so I can use my brain while I talk. That is a good saddle sore. I think Mm. that pretty much wraps it up. Hopefully we'll be back with uh, maybe an educational topic. We have a bunch in the archives that we just need to bust out and review and get ready for. Yeah. And then we'll have some updates. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We have... 
overloaded you with podcasts. So yeah. we hope you listen and enjoy them. If you like them, rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That helps our podcast reach other people like yourselves who want to listen. So then we come up when people search equestrian. Yeah, and <laughs> we love seeing comments. There's some comments on Facebook from people yeah. on the amateur one, and I like that. Me too. And if anybody has any topics in mind, anything they would like to hear about or anything that comes to mind that we haven't ever addressed, please reach out because we are always either to look to talk about things we already know about or to research things we don't know about. We've done a fair amount of research for the podcast in the past and it's, I'm a science nerd, so I like researching things and nerd, nerd alert. Yep. Always happy to do so. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>